Do you miss when music was about music and not about false nails, fake eyelashes, and a wig? Would you like to listen to something real? If the answer is yes, welcome to Just Music, a podcast that really cares about independent artists, the best music, and interviews without censorship. Podcasting from London, United Kingdom, the world's music business capital, and the city where Jack the Ripper was never carved. Here's Sarah Matthews to serve you. Hello, Jack. How is it going? Hello, Sarah. How are you? What a lovely surprise. Living the dream. Living the dream. Well, you're looking... You look like you're having a good old time there. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I want uh, I want whatever you're having, that's for sure. Um, what is it? Uh, well, uh, I saw this lovely can of beer that looks like posh. But, uh, oh, yeah, that looks cool. What's it called? Can you see? Oh, wow, yeah, she looks wicked. You looks like kind of... And I stick it in the camera because I'm very paranoid. But, yeah, it's... It's a weird beard, I don't know. It's like a warrior here, like a girl. Like, yeah. It's a girl and it's a warrior. So it catch my attention because I feel like a warrior and I'm a girl. And I was like, that's my beard, you know? That is your beard. I'm very... wearing a mask and I love to wear a mask sometimes. Oh, yeah. wicked. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I... this, that's very cool. That's, I love it. <laughs> Go on, get in there with the mask. Yeah, Brilliant. Not a mask that covers my mouth and my nose. I, I like to wear a mask like you know, like a cat mask, a metallic. Yeah, mask. I know. I kind of wear masks ice... that you will wear to a party, you know, like a yeah, eyes like, wide. I mean, like eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut is what I want to tell you now. That's what I was thinking now. <laughs> So here I am with Jack from Trampoline Bank. They caught my eye a few weeks ago at the Moth Club. And here we are. When did it all start? Um, crikey. Well, um, I think Trampoline has been... We started Trampoline probably in 2014 or something like that. 2013. But me and the bass player, Wayne, we've been... Um, I've known him since I was 13, so it's like, you know, it's been a long time, 15 years or something, you know? So it's like, we've been playing music for a long time. I know you are a solo artist, so what came before? Trampoline band or the other way around? Um, I think trampoline comes, trampoline comes first, and then I think the solo thing kind of happened by accident because um, there were some gigs where I had to do it on my own and we couldn't get the band in. <laughs> That's so, what happened to me this uh, Saturday. I'm playing and I'm missing the really? drums because my drummer has a wedding and I'm yeah, separate. So I will have to have a cajon and my bass player is going to play the cajon probably during this Saturday. Really? You're going to yeah. play a cajon? Maybe okay, your drummer can make it. Can I ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what happened with me. So yeah, it's the same story. So I've never, I've never really thought of myself as a solo artist, but I, I am. I did put out one single on my own, kind of when we weren't sure what we were doing with the band. And because um, my name is Jack Jones, my name's the same as this old famous singer from the 60s. And the, the, stream, the, the, the streaming services got it confused and they, they uploaded my song to his page. <laughs> 
so Jack Jones, who's like an 80-year-old crooner, had a really, um, he had a brand new song out that was really kind of modern and had spoken word and, and uh, electronical beats on it. So I think I think all his fans are rather shocked by that. But um, so then we stopped. So as you are also a poet, how your spoken word have influenced your music, or what do you talk about regularly? Um, I think that on this album in particular, the spoken word, I'd be more brave. Used to, I used to keep the spoken word and the music and the songs completely separate. Mm -hmm. But um, for this album, we've we've kind of amalgamated them together a bit for the first time. Because I was always, I was quite headstrong and quite silly. And I was like, no, I'm doing it all my own way. I don't want to mix the poems and the songs. They're different things. So. So, but I let I let people let Mike Moore really, who's our producer on the album. He was the first one who tried to get me to um, combine them, and um, so I think quite a lot of the songs have got spoken word. And I suppose at the um, how it works, I'm just writing all the time, and then some of it works in a melody, and some of it doesn't. And then sometimes there's a melody that I have, and some works words fit in it, some of them don't. So you know, it's just all the process of elimination, really. And what you're speaking about the album, you are referring to the last one, no? Love No Less Than A Queen. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. So what would you highlight from your last album um, that you have recently released, yes? Um, oh, wow, that's a nice question. What would I highlight? Uh, I think the three best pop songs are probably Remember, Perfect View, and maybe Lighter Than Paper. I think they're uh, my. F they're the. I'm thinking they're the most accomplished com uh, compositions, maybe. But yeah, everything else is every. Um, and also, I'd like to maybe love no love no kisses is pretty. In fact, the more I think about it, I think they're all great. But um, <laughs> yeah, the the. Um, I think the highlight maybe for me though is the last song on the album. Oh no, there's the last song is spoken word in it. Come join the the last proper song. Say the word proper, they're all proper, but um, it's, it's called Milan. Okay. And I think, and that was the first song that we did, um, the first song that we did in um, with our new drummer. Mm -hmm. And it just felt, it felt very, it felt very magic being with him and playing music with him. And um, it felt like the band had arrived at a new chapter. And you know, we, we love, we love. We love Rob, and it was amazing what he did for the band. And uh, that's our previous drummer, and I love him to bits. And and um, it was a bit sad, you know, the way things ended there. But we had to, and uh, we all had to kind of move on in the end. And um, I'm really chuffed to bits with how the band is at the moment. I couldn't be happier, really. I mean, I believe in it. I really believe in the band right now. By the way, the band was formed in Swansea and later you moved to London. So what yeah. made you uh, make this decision and this uh, change? This is a good question. I think every there's an illusion that because of the internet and the world that you don't need to move anywhere. <laughs> like everything can yeah. exist. But you need something for your life, you know, a new experience, yeah. a new track, exactly. a new poetry. <laughs> Exactly. It happened with me. I'm from Salamanca and it's a really small city, you know. Yeah. They have another also way of thinking, let's say. And obviously, if I were not in London now, maybe 
I will not be that brave because everyone knows me there. So feel I feel like more freedom not to express myself because maybe no one knows me and I can be more who I am really. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's it's about it's about taking yourself out of the comfort zone and growing. I think for me and that I didn't. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. I I thought that moving to London was about making it in the band because there'd be I'd make more connections there. But what really happened was when I moved to London, I had a whole wealth of new experiences in my life and um, wrote better songs for it. You have also a single with uh, Pete Doherty. Yeah. That's all right? Yeah, uh, so you did. You said it perfectly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> what was the experience uh, or what advice uh, he gave you? Crikey. Um, he's never sat me down and said, come here, Jackie boy. Um, uh, we got, we got, I'm going to give you the... The one, two, three of how to survive in the rock and roll, rock and roll world. Um, he's never done anything like that. I suppose he's he gives advice by the way he leads people. I think you know, and um, you learn from him vicariously just from being around him. And um, and he's always looked out for me, Peter. Like you know, he's always said oh, he tried to help me from falling into the traps that he's fallen into that's nice and, uh, yeah so you he's like mentor, you know yeah he is he's like um he's honestly like, feels like part of my family and uh, we are family really he feels like um, like a big like the big brother i never had really i think maybe that's the that's that's the poetry and romantic poetry. Now. Yeah, and we and we both and we both we're both obsessed with the same things, you know. We both yeah. love songwriting. We both love words, and um, we both have that kind of troubadour lifestyle in our heart. You know, it's very real to us. We don't. Um, it's not an act, if you know. What I mean, every everything we do and say is because it's who we are. And uh, yeah, it's I really. I can notice also when I saw your gig and. Everything started with all of these spoken words. It was mm. really real, like really from the mm. heart. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Because it's one thing to know that that, but it's nice to know that it connects with other people like yeah, that. It connects. I can. I can tell you. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So, so that's it, really. And with me and Peter, and uh, I don't know. I, I um, I love him to bits. Basically, I absolutely love and adore him. And if it wasn't for him. We wouldn't have put out this album, you know. So, so I owe him a lot. And well, uh, I was about to ask you about your references that I know the Beatles because of your picture of Pisa. Yeah, my picture with lovely Lena. Yeah. But any other ones that you want to mention? Um, what were the influences? We had Elliot Smith was a big influence. Um. PJ Harvey was an influence. Yeah, I love her also. Super Fury Animals mm -hmm. were a big influence on a couple of the songs. Um, trying to think what else. Sleaford Mods were an influence. Um, as I go through more, who would there be? John Fushante was an influence. 
And um, uh, let me think one more. Come on, uh, Nirvana. Actually, got a bit of Nirvana in there. Yeah, I kind um, of so. <laughs> when yeah. you're on the stage, especially yeah. all of that energy and punch. I love it. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think. You know, if there's more, I can't think right now. But um, yeah, just trying to think of the songs. You know, maybe like classic, the, the Beatles. You know, there's a big one though. You know, like classic song right in with the guitar. It was, it was. Some of the songs were yeah. just um, straight out of a Beatles chord book, really, or um, you know, or Noel Gallagher one, maybe. <laughs> okay, and uh, well, just to finish, anything you want to say to the audience, or you want to highlight about new projects or what you are working at the moment or new gigs? Okay, that's very sweet of you. Um, there is nothing I would like to highlight apart from all of you to stay happy, healthy, and well, and keep living the dream. Lend me your ears if you're so inclined Someone from the gutter is speaking their mind I'm on the last barrel, got a handful of splinters I'm in bread, half dead and totally skinters So come join me in a life where you were born on top With burning ambitions and dreams that never stop Come join me in a life where we were all born equal This is your only chance, there is no fucking sequel Don't get down on yourself, that's what they want You're better than them, get your ass to the front Fairness is a fairy tale, fed up and fucked over You gotta fight like a dog and die like a soldier Come join me in a life, we're all born equal There's only one chance, there's no fucking sequel You won't see a rich man stood in a queue Don't take no shit, let that girl be you